Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to be discussing the astrological energies from February 2nd until February 9th. As we are now in the month of February and moving through the sun in Aquarius journey. So we will be looking at the transiting energies over this next week, what some of the themes might be, and how we can make the most of these energies for our best and highest good. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining me. I discuss astrological energies through a spiritual, intuitive, and energetic lens, and I hope that that assists you in your journey. And for those of you who have listened to this podcast for years, thank you so much. Welcome back. And I hope that this continues to offer you a message that resonates with you and where you're at right now. So the month of February began with very big energies as we had the Aquarius new moon at 12 degrees of Aquarius, conjunct Saturn at 15 degrees of Aquarius, as well as the lunar new year, which is the beginning of the year of the water tiger. And then right now we have Imbolc, which is happening on February 2nd. And this is the midway point between the last solstice and the upcoming equinox. So taken together, all of these energies are helping us continue to move forward. But with the sun in Aquarius, there's something here about seeing yourself differently, seeing your journey differently, going higher, going beyond the status quo, and understanding a bigger picture perspective that can lift you up, perhaps help you see the bigger wider viewpoint that we don't always tap into. And the sun in Aquarius is an air sign. It is the third and final air sign. So it's a place of accumulation. And that's true for each of the third and final astrological signs in every element is that there is that accumulation of what has been gathered, learned, and mastered. So with the sun moving through Aquarius, it activates our perceptions, our cerebral process, what we are contemplating and thinking about, which is true for every air sign. But every air sign is also different. Whereas Gemini, the first air sign, is about your personal internal processes, what you're thinking about, how you communicate, what's going on in your mind, how you move energy through yourself mentally. Then the second air sign is Libra, and that's about our exchanges with others, how we then share our thoughts, listen, ask questions, engage in conversation. That Libra energy is about the back and forth of conversations. Then we move to Aquarius, where the Sun and Saturn are at right now, and that's about the world at large, how we communicate with more people, with groups, with those of like mind, but also those who have diverse opinions. And Aquarius is the energy of diversity, of how we then take all the different viewpoints, knowledge, understandings, and create a cohesive whole with them or not. There is also the energy here of social media, a bigger conversations, collective conversations. So for all the ways that Libra is about one-on-one exchanges, Aquarius is about how we're sharing energies in a bigger way and stretching beyond what we've known. 
And social media is a wonderful example of this Aquarius energy because it incorporates technology and essentially opening up to the world, opening up to people you wouldn't normally encounter in your everyday life. So this Aquarius energy expands us mentally. We are able to see beyond what we accepted as normal, and it's helping us to continue to grow in terms of what we're understanding about the world at large. And I feel like this energy is very important right now, also because of how the sun in Aquarius will be conjunct Saturn in Aquarius on February 4th at 15 degrees. And that brings our attention to the serious matters in front of us. It brings our attention to how we're working with our Aquarius energies, how we're working with this in your chart, So really noting where you have the transiting sun in Aquarius moving through your chart, but also where you have transiting Saturn in Aquarius moving through your chart, which is much more significant because of how slowly Saturn moves. So when we have the sun conjunct Saturn energy, which happens once a year, this is where we really get into something and contemplate it, understand our choices, our direction, our commitments. And this energy has already been in play because we just had the Aquarius new moon conjunct Saturn. So there is a seriousness to this week, especially February 1st, to February 5th, where look at where your energy goes outside of you. Look at the conversations you're having with people. Look at what's being said, what's not being said, what you're hearing, what you're perceiving, what you're assuming, what you're expecting, because this can help you see more of your own internal mental process. This can also show you how you approach conversations and how you share your energy, your thoughts, your mind in a more conscious manner. Now, whenever the sun is conjunct Saturn, there can be things that feel like a stop or a pause because Saturn wants us to go slow, be diligent, think it through. This is a week to think it through and to not act too fast or too hasty because the energy here wants us to pace ourselves. Now, this is also the case with Mercury stationing direct on February 3rd, at 24 degrees of Capricorn, where Mercury will still be conjunct Pluto. Now, we've been talking about this energy for a while now, and we've been talking a lot about these themes with Pluto and Capricorn, which brings in that intensity, that sense of what are you passionate about? Pluto also brings up our obsessions, the things that we're spinning in, where we don't know how to move the energy forward. And with Mercury conjunct that Pluto, we can be mentally fixated on something. There can be something that we're really diving into. We can't get it out of our head. There could be a lot of both internal and external conversations where there's a lot of movement here with Mercury conjunct Pluto and it pulls us into something. It pulls us in to even the fears of something. It pulls us into where we have unconscious obsessions or addictions. It can show us those loops, those patterns, those mental processes that we might not otherwise notice. And there can be something this week that you're realizing in yourself that you're ready to shift or change, that you want to move the energy. You want new tools. You want new ways to not be so fixated on something or at least to get it out and move it through. And with Mercury, it's really beneficial to talk it out, write it out, 
Share with a friend. Talk to yourself when you're alone in the house or in the car. You know, just mentally get that energy out and it can feel like a release valve. It can feel like you're finally saying what you need to say and that can be a powerful activation of the throat chakra and it can alleviate that mental pressure. So look at what you need to speak and say. Look at what is coming through you that could even be very passionate, very intense. Like this is a big energy with Pluto. And there's something here that we're meant to move through because one of the gifts of Pluto is that transformation process where even let's say three weeks ago, four weeks ago, or actually you could say astrologically it was the end of December because that's when Mercury had the first conjunction with Pluto in Capricorn at 25 degrees, that there is something you're moving through that has been stuck and you're meant to see it in a new way and in a different way, you're meant to own it. There's an ownership here around your own mercury energies and how you work with things that are on a loop. And because of this mercury retrograde energy, there could be things that you've been dealing with over and over again and looking for that out or that resolution or how to move it through. And this is where The universe could be bringing your attention to some deeper habits that have existed within your energy across multiple lifetimes around communication, around expressing yourself, around how your mind works, the stories you create, the narrative you compose. And this is where you can have a shift or a change in how you approach communication in how you express yourself. There could be something that you get off your chest, something you finally feel comfortable saying or expressing. You don't want it to hold you back. You don't want it to be limiting or something that has you paralyzed in fear. So this conjunction to Pluto can give you that push, that energetic push forward that at first feels uncomfortable, but I don't think it's new. This is something you've been aware of and been working on and working through. Now keep in mind that yes, Mercury will station direct February 3rd and 4th. It depends on your time zone as that will happen at 11, 12 p.m. Eastern time on February 3rd. And when you think about a planet changing direction, think about what it means to be in your car and you need to reverse into a parking spot or into your garage or just reverse. You have to bring the car to a full stop, switch gears, and then move backwards. Well, the same applies when you're then needing to move forward. You put on the brakes, you have to slow down, shift gears, and then the energy picks up for you to go forward. The same is true here when a planet that's been retrograde is stationing direct. There is a slowdown. There's a pause. And that pause or that stop helps to accumulate the energy needed to go forward. So yes, Mercury is going to station direct February 3rd or 4th. But over the weekend, it could feel like you're trying to move forward or there's just that momentary pause to gain traction for things to move forward. So it's good to have the expectations of the pause and the stopping because I know we get excited when the planets move direct, especially because now 
all planets will be direct. So as of February 3rd and 4th, all planets are direct. They're all in forward motion, moving us forward until the end of April. The end of April is where we will see Pluto station retrograde at 28 degrees of Capricorn. And that would be April 29th. So we're going to have a good nearly three months of all planets direct. And this has been an ongoing pattern for a number of years now, where the first half or the first quarter of the calendar year has all planets moving ahead. This is where you can make progress, get more done, feel inspired and ready to go, finally have clarity on what needs to happen next in your life. And because these energies are mostly in Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, we are consciously and unconsciously looking at the bigger picture of our lives and what is unfolding in the world at large, but then how that is working with you, how that's affecting you in your own personal way, how you are choosing to move through this very dynamic time on the planet, and what you're ready to move towards and encounter next. So the forward-moving energy is going to be significant. It's probably going to feel really good. It's that energy of the wind is at my back. There's all green lights. Things are moving ahead. And to really make the most of it, to make the most of what you're feeling called towards, what has your name on it, what is summoning you up to move it forward, all of that is happening now. But keep in mind that over this next week, you could still feel a pause, a slowdown, or a stop because of Mercury stationing direct, switching gears, and then gathering momentum. So when we take this Mercury stationing direct energy of slowing down, coupled with Sun conjunct Saturn in Aquarius at 15 degrees on February 4th, we have an energy here of being very intentional, taking your time, taking a pause, perhaps even feeling an energetic shift within you around what is important, what is necessary, what is essential. And the rest can fall away. And I feel like this is a time to call your energy back to you. Be aware of how your energy has stretched outside of yourself, where you have gone to other places in your energy field, in your emotions, in your head. Wherever this Mercury retrograde has taken you, now you're calling the energy back into yourself to stabilize, to clarify and also to listen internally. It feels like there's messages here that maybe have been pushed aside or overlooked, that if there's been a lot of external chatter, a lot going on, a lot, again, that's taken your energy away from who you really are right now in this moment, bring it back in, call it in, And there could also be the sense of what has shifted through your energy during this Mercury retrograde, because that intense conjunction to Pluto has changed us. And Venus also has encountered two conjunctions to Pluto. She'll have her third conjunction to Pluto the beginning of March, along with Mars in Capricorn. So our internal energies are shifting as we've been cleansing, detoxing, purging, moving a lot through us, and there's meant to be a clearing out. 
So be very mindful this week of what no longer has any energetic pull for you, what has ceased to grab your attention, what is no longer in resonance or in alignment. And I'm even feeling this as a listening energy, listening to yourself for clarity, taking that pause or that downtime seriously to listen to what you need to hear and understand that's only in your energy field. And that is especially strong February 3rd, 4th, and 5th, where if you can really go into your body, your essence, your energy field and sit with it, it's a bit like holding your own light but in a very strong manner. And that is where the clarity comes through and that's where the energy becomes more alive. There's a strengthening of energy here as Mercury stations direct, Saturn and the sun are conjunct in Aquarius. It feels like a stillness before the momentum really gets going. And as we talk about momentum, It's going to be very strong once Mars in Capricorn trines Uranus in Taurus at 11 degrees on February 8th. And this is going to accelerate and move things forward. This is where anything that's been stagnant or stuck breaks free and breaks out. This is an energy of it's time to take some clear steps, concrete steps. This is in the earth signs of the physical world where it's looking at what you're doing in your life, in your reality, and how you're ready to take those steps forward that could be new and different because Uranus in Taurus is showing us some new pathways, new choices, new options. And when Mars and Uranus are in a beneficial trine, the energy can zoom, it can really move, it can really lock in and go. So again, that is February 8th. You could even feel it February 7th, but that's when the momentum starts to pick up and it can feel like whatever you've had on the sidelines or you've pushed to the background, anything you have felt tangled about, uncertain, or even a sense of, do I really want this? Mars and Capricorn trining Uranus and Taurus gets it moving, gets something moving. It could even be your body is ready to move. You're ready to do something that maybe you didn't have the energy for even in January or December. There's a sense of now I can really move something physically, energetically, and get it going because now it feels correct, it feels easier, and there's more support here for that forward motion. Now, keep in mind, we have all planets direct. So that is essentially the name of the game here as we move into February, where there are going to be opportunities for progress. If you've been waiting to hear back from someone, if you've been waiting on something to come through, if you felt like you didn't have the energy to do the thing or start something or make progress, or you've been just playing catch up, all these things to get done and organize and figure out and take care of, especially in January when we had the retrogrades and things were getting into a new alignment. Now in February, there is a connection point here. There's things that are lining up. They are showing up as well, and they're meant to take off. 
One thing that's very interesting is that this February is very different than last February when we had multiple planets in Aquarius. Remember when we had Jupiter in Aquarius and the personal planets in Aquarius a year ago? Well, this February, there is more of the Capricorn energy and influence that is bringing our attention to what we are rebuilding in our lives, what we are taking care of, where we are stepping into more of our important soul work, that sense of this is my purpose, this is my mission, this is where my energy comes alive. This is also where I want to discover more about my own energy. What am I here to contribute or experience? So there's more of a seriousness to this particular timeline that we're in. And it also feels that there's a strengthening of masculine energy. And that's because of the sun and Saturn in Aquarius, which is a masculine sign. And then we do have Mars in Capricorn, where it is strong and exalted, ready to get things done. And I see this energetically as Venus has been in Capricorn since November. And she stationed retrograde December 18th, 19th. And she just stationed direct January 29th. Now she's going to stay in Capricorn until March 6th or 7th. So all of February, Venus is still in Capricorn, finishing up her shadow retrograde energies. And what is happening is this Mars is coming through and basically lifting up the energy and helping to move things forward. And this Mars is your own internal ability to move ahead, make progress, take care of business, get things done. The feminine energy of Venus in Capricorn is what we've been deeply working on, reprogramming, where we have probably had some things coming up and coming through around our own feminine energies and how to feel strong, respected, and clear in the world. How we're developing higher levels of self-respect, how we're understanding what we need in various healthy dynamics of giving and receiving. And this feminine energy in Capricorn, which is a feminine sign, is also showing us how far we've come. And there is a higher perspective with Capricorn where you can look back on your journey in hindsight and then assess where you want to go next, the next direction, the next path. But Venus is worn out now and she's probably looking for more of her own comforts, her own sense of receptivity. Uh, she's been doing a lot of work. And in fact, she's going to then move into Aquarius with Mars, March 6th and 7th, which is another masculine sign. And it's not until she gets into Pisces that this Venus is going to feel like she can relax, let down her guard and trust and flow more. So what we have here is a Venus that is going to need downtime. And you can apply this to yourself, of course, how you take care of yourself, what you do to listen to your own needs, to not put too much pressure on yourself or to not push it too hard at times. Because now we do have support with this masculine energy coming through that's very determined, strong, confident, and is basically like, let me take care of things. Let me take care of this for you. Let me carry this for you. Let me carry you. I mean, this 
is the Mars in Capricorn that can be a hero, that can be very strong and in command. Uh, this is a Mars in Capricorn that wants to move things forward, get things done, and ensure that everything is taken care of. So you could find yourself moving into more of your own masculine energy, regardless of your gender or sex, and moving into the parts of yourself that are ready to go. And it's where we're learning our own energetic alignments because we can move back and forth between feminine and masculine energies even throughout the day, even throughout various periods of an hour. And it does depend on how that works for you, your own personal formula. It's basically your own internal synergy of moving back and forth. And that's where there is much to trust in yourself. Although you could find that you're more dominant in one energy more so than another, you're more dominantly in the masculine or more dominantly in the feminine. But as they're both in Capricorn now and they will begin a conjunction February 13th that lasts for nearly four weeks. This conjunction is placing Mars in the driver's seat. Mars is steering the ship and moving things ahead. And Venus can be a passenger. Venus can relax. Venus can feel supported and that she doesn't have to do it all. So look at how this is showing up for you. And of course, look at it in your own natal chart where you have Capricorn energies starting at 14 degrees of Capricorn, because that's where Mars and Venus are connecting beginning next week, February 12th, February 13th, and then moving together, traveling together. So you can rely on more of your energy right now to get things done, to look at what is essential, what matters for the long term what progress you're making. Now, the Capricorn energies that I know, we keep talking about it because this is where we're deeply reprogramming our lives. We're looking at things at very deep levels of our being. We are all deconditioning from the outdated Capricorn archetypes and energies. We are looking at what within us is no longer applicable, no longer needed. And this is where we're seeing the change in life choices and directions. And you can certainly apply this strong Capricorn energy to the great resignation energies where so many people have been leaving their jobs and quitting their jobs. I just saw a statistic this morning that said it was 47 million people in the U.S. alone who have left their jobs, their positions, their professions. And so this is the Capricorn energy moving through us where we're realigning with a new sense of purpose and where we want to go. We're understanding that our energy matters in the world. What we do in the world matters. And that's not just in that professional capacity, but how our energy shows up. And this is part of how we're elevating ourselves is by looking at how does my energy show up in the world? How am I responsibly using my gifts, my talents, my abilities in a way that is correct for me at my time on the planet here during my own soul's growth? And we're asking some very deep questions around where we're going next. So it's interesting, of course, how this Capricorn theme continues on and it's showing us how to be more intentional with our goals, our ambitions, what matters, and how we're creating our lives, the bigger overall picture of our lives and what is essential. 
And then we couple that with the sun in Aquarius and Saturn in Aquarius and how this then impacts the collective energy field. How what is collapsing, what is being demolished and coming apart in the older paradigms in the 3D, we're then taking that energy forward into these Aquarian energies of building up the new energy fields, the new earth, the new experiences, what is correct for our higher frequencies now, and that it is important to keep directing our energy into these higher expressions because that's where we're going as a collective, but so many of you are doing it first. You are the pioneers. You are the ones leading the way. You are the ones who are needed to be ahead of the pact. You're also needed to be further along so that when more people awaken and shift, they have somewhere to go. And so you are the leaders in this way. You are the ones who felt that you didn't fit in because that was never your soul's intention to fit in. Many people have the experience of moving through the 3D world, the very traditional programming and expectations and what are you going to be when you grow up and how are you going to live your life? And yet you always felt different. You were an empath, intuitive, energy worker. You came in with different skills that you hid or you held back. And I know this is so true for me. I remember there are numerous workplaces where I would talk about astrology with certain coworkers or I would bring it up or I would just be talking about something. And then of course, I received judgment around that or I was a witch or I was something very odd or what are you talking about? That stuff doesn't make sense, blah, blah, blah. And all these things we've been through about being different, being odd, being the ones who would be interested in things that other people wouldn't know about. In fact, it was just a few months ago, I was speaking to another parent who has a child that goes to school with my son. And I was talking to her about what it means to be an empath. And she had never heard that word before. And of course, I was hiding my first thoughts about that. Because if you've been on this path, you've heard about being an empath for years, if not decades. But we have to remember that there are people who are brand new to these concepts. They don't know what this is. They don't know these different energy terms or understandings of people and all the things that maybe we are well-versed in because you talk about it or you see it on your social media or it's just part of your world. There are so many who don't know. And I found myself having a very elementary based conversation with her about what it means to be an empath. And that was good for me to be in that place of get back to the basics, be able to talk about things in very simple terms so others can process them and understand them. So they also feel there's a welcoming energy instead of a judgment energy. Because there's times too, especially if you're in a spiritual ego place, that you can judge people for what they don't know or what they're not aware of. And none of that energy is needed. But this is where we're being very intentional about how we share and talk about these concepts that are new to others. And so we have many people who don't even know this stuff, right? They're not even clear maybe on what chakras are, or they're still not certain how this whole astrology thing works. Well, this is where it's also very important for you to keep going forward. Where yes, it's important to have these conversations and to educate or describe or introduce things to people if 
they're interested, if they welcome the energy and if they want to participate. Also very important to respect them if they do not. If they're not interested, if they're just, you know, pushing it away and don't want to go there, respect that because this is not a timeline where everyone has the same awakening experiences in this lifetime. There are people who will not be interested in any of this stuff in this lifetime, and that is divine. We are meant to accept that and allow that and not think we have to force an agenda or be these grand teachers. That's all spiritual ego. Our role is to accept. Accept where people are. Detach from our expectations of them. Allow them to be their own divine being in whatever form and shape that takes. And this is also where so many of you are meant to keep going forward. And I know that you've been holding a certain light frequency. You've been holding energy. You've been very aware of your role, your energy, what you can do on the planet, how you want to help and support. But this is a timeline of progress and moving things forward to not hold yourself back, to not assume you have to pass out pamphlets or do all this education if you're tired of it. If that no longer calls to you, keep going forward. Keep moving into what is correct for your energy. Follow your own light. Follow your own passions. And know that there's another rung of people. I mean, you could think of it as another incoming class similar to freshmen in college or freshmen in high school. There's another wave of people coming through who are going to be the ones who then support more people awakening sort of on the front lines, whereas many people are graduating and moving out of that role. You're moving out of that place of holding something that now is no longer inspiring to you. You're not interested. You're tired or worn out. And I feel like this was a changing of the guard that's been underway, but some people are afraid to let go of that role because you're not aware of who's coming in next. And this is where I'm seeing these energies moving forward, again, moving ahead, where there's always people coming up the ladder, coming up the escalator. There's new people coming in who have this new energy, this new enthusiasm about what they're learning, what they've discovered, what they want to share. And if that is not you anymore, that's because you're meant to keep moving forward into the next direction on your path and to let yourself off the hook, to let yourself be done with what you were holding or doing that now feels like a burden or a heavy weight. And you're meant to lighten your load and to keep moving into that next step, that next thing, because that's how we continually move the energy forward. So this is very important for starseeds, lightworkers, healers, energy workers, all of you who have been doing this for decades. If you've been doing this for decades and you're ready to move on, move on. Do the next thing. Go to the next place. Follow the next path. You don't have to Hold yourself in a position that is no longer energizing or motivating. Because again, there's more people coming up the escalator. There's more people coming in who are excited to be in that role. And it sets you free. It sets you free to what's next on your path. And this is also where a number of people are having a change in their own soul purpose work because 
You're meant to keep evolving. You're meant to keep growing too. Where maybe you were doing something for a number of years. You've been a Reiki professional or you've done interior design or you've been in the financial world or you've done something. Just know that wherever you go, your energy travels with you. Your energy goes with you. It's not about the title. It's not about the role or the company or, you know, what's on your website necessarily. It's what goes forward with you in your energy. And we continually accumulate more of these energies as we progress forward. And I feel like that's a big part of all these planets moving direct now is that you're meant to move on. And if there's something that you've been struggling with to let go of, that's where you're going to go into a that pause, listen to yourself, listen to your energy, go into your own light to hear what is correct for me now. It's not what I thought it was, or there's a changing of the guard. There's a changing of what I was expecting myself to do. You could even have a sense of, oh, I thought I would do this for 10 years. I thought I would do this for the rest of my life, but I've done it for three years. I'm done. I'm ready for the next thing. So follow that. Trust that. And that's how we keep these flows of energy moving forward. That's how you continue to honor your own advancement, your own mastery, and your own energy. And that's also where we continue to co-create the new earth, the next frequencies that are very real and strong on this planet is that we're continually made to keep evolving and keep growing. And we want to honor that in ourselves, especially at this pivotal time on the planet. So over this next week, it could be more evident to you around what you're moving towards or moving into, what choices are opening up for you, what's calling to you, and perhaps it's going to alleviate any of that internal struggle or those expectations you had on yourself of what you thought it would be, how long you thought you would stay somewhere, what you thought you would be doing for the rest of your life. We are in a very dynamic energy right now. We are like kaleidoscopes, shifting colors and light and shapes, and we're shifting into these new parts of ourselves. And that's exciting. That's very much this age of Aquarius energy. And that's what both the sun and Saturn in Aquarius are illuminating for us is what is your new shape that's taking form? What are the new energies or colors or sources of light that are speaking to you because they're speaking to you for a reason. And that's where we are ready for this next phase and the new potentials to continually open up. I'm also feeling very strongly that there are rewards here for what you've been through, for all the healing, all the intensity, everything you've been working on, you know, that karma, those emotional things, like the very deep stuff that we haven't been able to escape, even though we can try our best at times. We're meant to really be aware of how much we have shifted in a very short amount of time and that that's going to show up as gifts, rewards, manifestations, developments for you where the universe comes through and shows up and is like, guess what we have for you? And here we have Jupiter and Pisces bringing through this divine timing of giving you something that shows you how far you've come, especially on your spiritual path, on your soul's evolution, and also a recognition. Like It feels like this very beautiful, expansive energy. I'm seeing a lot of rose, pink, yellow, white, like it has this very light, loving, invigorating feel to it. 
where the universe understands you, understands what you've shifted and what you've been through, and also wants to fill in any of those voids or openings that you've been trusting. So where have you been trusting? Where have you been just saying, okay, I'm going to leave this space open for what's next? And those can be openings in your energy, openings in your life, openings in your aura, just openings of, I don't know what's coming next, but I'm trusting this void. I'm trusting the timing of it. I'm trusting the openings. I feel like that's going to be a big theme here over the next number of months as Jupiter continues through Pisces, where the universe brings in those those gifts, those rewards, those things that you thought wouldn't happen, they show up and they come through, perhaps in a very different form, perhaps in a way that you didn't think were was possible. But this is the energy of the universe recognizing your spiritual path, recognizing what you've shifted, how much you've let go of, how intense it's been. We know it's been really damn intense and it's easy to lose hope. It's easy to sink our energy and go into some very dark, hard places and not always know how to rise out at times. But this is benevolent support. This is the universe saying, I got you. We know what you've been through. There's something new coming through. And because you're at an energetic place to receive it, then it comes through. So that Jupiter in Pisces and of course Neptune in Pisces is showing us how we've been able to surrender, how we've been able to trust these very uncertain times and that the universe is still here to fill in those voids or those gaps because that's what's needed next. But there's also this energy of a calming influence. I feel that Pisces energy can be wonderful at calming down the overactive mind, the overactive body, the overactive energy fields. There can be a calming influence here if you allow it that can help you feel like you're just protected under a lovely weighted blanket and that you can release the anxiety or the worries. You can let go. And that's, of course, one of the themes of Pisces is how well are you able to let go? Because the more you're able to do that, the more the universe shows up and comes through with the rewards, manifestations, and developments that show that you're recognized, you're seen, and you're valued for your energy being here on the planet at this time. So it can be a soothing balm to this very intense Capricorn energy we've been moving through, but it's also good to give yourself a break and to step into trust, to step into the fullness of trusting the universe, because part of Pisces is the dynamic between the human and spiritual realms and how the spiritual realms support the human experience when you open up and allow that energy to come through. So overall, this is a week of gathering yourself together, really listening to what is speaking to you, acknowledge what you've shifted and changed during these retrograde cycles, give yourself that pause, that downtime to get clear, and then the energy picks up and it moves ahead and it will continue to pick up as we move through February. Now, I did a show for you on Monday about Mars and Venus conjunct in Capricorn, and I'm going to do a part two on that topic for you on February 7th, 
That's next Monday. And I want to take this energy further because there is an elevation here of masculine and feminine energies that's very important. And we're going to talk about that, especially through relationships, connections, partnerships, what's aligning within you and how to make the most of it. So part one was released on January 31st. Part two will be on February 7th. And also as we move into February, we have Pluto in Capricorn trining the North Node. I did a show for you on January 24th covering that topic, which is very important here as we move through February and we have big energies. So we'll continue talking about that next Wednesday, which is where we do these weekly energies and understand what is happening for us in the present moment. And then I also want to say that it was a lovely surprise to meet David Palmer, the Leo King in person. It was a development that happened very rapidly and unexpectedly as I was in Miami with a friend of mine for the weekend. And it was great that he invited us to an impromptu meetup that he was arranging with his community. And it was so wonderful to connect with new people, astrology lovers, to meet you and to have a good time hanging out. That is, of course, one of the wonderful things about Aquarius. It's also energy that we've all needed. We've all missed those in-person connections where you can sit down and just have some good conversations with people and to be in a place of like minds and similar energy. So it was so lovely that that came together very last minute. And then we did that impromptu video on both Instagram Live and YouTube Live. And I'll just give you some background on that, that it was almost midnight on Sunday night. It was cold in that hotel lobby and it was really loud because not only was the music going on, but there was one of the football playoff games in the bar. So I know that those live videos, it was really hard to hear and that was a bummer uh, because it'd be much better if I had a mic and he had a mic, but it was just great to have that impromptu collaboration. And I think it's also important to keep in mind that David's been doing this for years. Like he's been on the front and in the mainstream with astrology for years now on multiple television shows and various broadcasts and really bringing astrology out into the mainstream. And there are a number of people who have been doing that as well for years. And that's something that I really respect because that's not me. You've noticed probably that I do a very specialized niche type of astrology. That's my strength. But it's exciting to meet more people who come into this community, who come into this world of astrology, who are interested and curious and want to understand more more, especially about themselves. So I think it's important to recognize people who have been doing this on the front lines for years and that it's been a welcome mat to bring more people into this world of astrology. And I also appreciate the invitation because I'm a projector and those of you who know your human design and you're a projector as well, you know that we are energetically designed to be invited. So I would never just show up someplace if I wasn't invited. That's not my energy. So I'm grateful for that invitation and I'm grateful to have connected with so many wonderful people very last minute and a lovely surprise. 
I hope February has begun with new energy for you. For those of you who are interested in knowing your astrological energies for this month even more, be sure and check out my February monthly soul growth astrology programs where we go into all the transits for the month, including the new moon and the full moon and what is showing up for you in your natal chart. Use coupon code Aquarius. You get it for 11 bucks and it's designed to be something that you can use to navigate the month as well as understand what the month of February is going to be bringing up for you. I'll put the link below this podcast as always. You can also check out all of my other astrological programs and courses over on my website at mollymccord.online and be sure and check out my YouTube playlists as well because there's a number of specialty topics there that you might want to dive into to look at your chart more, to understand your energy, also to learn more how to read your chart and to follow some of the energy trails. So I hope those videos help you as well as you move further into who you are and your very unique energy. I will be back on Monday and Wednesday for new podcast episodes. And please check out my YouTube videos every Friday where I do a new specialty topic. And I'll be releasing one this Friday for you as well. So beautiful February energies coming in, guiding us forward, supporting us in next steps. And I hope you are feeling that in your world and in your life as well. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you back here very soon.